All right, so you know what I love the most about this song? What is that? The fact that we're listening to a great rock song and West Coast Scott is probably looking at you because he can't hear it right now, <laughs> thinking, why the hell is Sandwich jumping around, bopping around? And what is he talking or listening to at the same time? So It's one of the greatest songs ever made, ever. Okay, I'm not, not going to argue with that. Um, so... Happy 2020, bud. Happy 2020. Happy 2020, West Coast Scott. Thank you so much for joining us. We're recording everybody, uh, when you're listening to this, uh, a day late. We tried to uh, had to shuffle a few things around. Yes. Uh, and um, most importantly, just to get it out of the way, we do not have the big Kev today. We do not have Kevin tonight. Uh, do you, you want to take it? or? No, I'm, I mean, it, it is what it is. So um, uh, big Kev is uh, in the hospital. Yes. Uh, he's he, okay. He is okay, though. He is okay. Uh, we're not going to go into any details about what exactly uh, is going on. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he's copacetic. He just needs a little bit more recovery time. Yeah. So obviously, some R&R. Some R&R. Obviously, we're hoping for the best for him. We, we want him to, to be all, to bounce back. Yes. Um, the only thing I will say that uh, I had to pick up the Big Kev at the uh, airport on Christmas morning. Yes. Because uh, I'm a nice guy that way. I'm like, you sandwich. Uh, if he told me, I would have got and that, that irrelevant. Uh, and uh, he had to wait outside thirty seconds when uh, for me to arrive to pick him up, and I just kind of pulled right up to the spot in order to go get him. It will never get any better than that. No, I think his trip kind of went downhill after that moment. A little bit, but I will say the surprise video of him scaring the shit out of you uh, <laughs> at the house was one of my favorite, maybe one of my favorite moments of twenty nineteen, right there. Yeah, no, it was a good, uh, nice little moment we had right there. It was, it was. But you know, m- one of my favorite moments now is uh, West Coast Scott offering uh, bunk beds to you uh, for for your ride out to uh, to California. Aww. So that's pretty nice. Thanks, West Coast Scott. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're staying here, damn it. <laughs> you're not allowed to go. We're anywhere. gonna have like four different Skype ins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle. I'm already maxed out most times as it is. So let's let's kind of keep it simple. We're gonna have Kev over here. I'm gonna be over here. We'll have uh, OG Skype in from West from a. Uh, the OG house from from his studio, uh, and we have Rocky who's just chilling out with a bone right now, skyping so in from the couch. Everyone's doing great. So, how was your uh, your Christmas uh, New slash New Year's break and all? That was nice. You know, I uh, saw the family. You know, boop bopped around the tri state area a little boop bit. Boop bop, very Italian of you there. Yeah, <laughs> good job. So, you know, it was nice to see everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Year's was pretty low key. I didn't want to. We didn't. I didn't have anyone to do anything massive with so. nothing nothing wrong with that yeah. uh i unfortunately lost a very good friend of mine oh i'm sorry to hear over about that, that time part. we were to we were really close for about 15 years oh, okay um but sadly my coffee pot just died and uh, i had to get a new oh, one i'm so sorry i didn't so, even hear yes so but by the way he sandwich actually didn't know about that so yeah. that was actually like legit uh concern <laughs> on his in his voice there for a second um and hopefully everybody at home enjoyed the uh the the recap shows that i uh was able to throw together yes um like i said those those are something i put together like after 
or I started working on, I should say, rather, um, after Kev came back from Celebration uh, and procrastinated a little bit longer to actually probably get them started. Um, one of my favorite moments, yeah. uh, you calling uh, Frodo a cancerous growth. Um, so, it, I believe, did I call him that word for word? Or? It, was, it was your way of essentially calling, you essentially called him a tumor. I'm kind of just... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of just paraphrasing here. It's not a tumor. But, well, <laughs> you made it sound like he was. So that's uh, that's the way you kind of just set up your that, time. Is that the line? What's, what's the line again? Something, something tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Yes. Um, so there's that. Um, Episode 571, It's Not a Tumor. Okay, there you go. We'll, put, we'll make that the temporary title as of right now. Um, but... Uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to. Yes. A lot of stuff hit. hit. This is going to be a little bit of a recap of the last two weeks. Stuff that's happening um, um, maybe kind of a little bit recently. So we're going to be jumping really all around uh, today. So there you go. Um, the first thing that we're going to need to do, Sandwich. Yes. Attention. The following information is considered spoiler material. All right, so Star Wars. Yes. we got some movies to talk about. We do. One of the biggest movies in a while. Right off the bat. Yeah. What do you want to talk? You want to start with a movie or you want to start with uh, the show? Let's do the movie because I feel like it'll be easier to talk about. Okay. Um, so, obviously, I'm not into it like you guys are. Okay. I did watch it, though. Okay. I tried to do a bit of a Star Wars, like, kind of catch up and everything. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I, it was a fun, enjoyable movie. Uh-huh. Again, I'm not as invested as everybody else is, so you got to take that with like a bit of a grain of salt, a little caveat and all. Um, I thought that third act was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the way uh, they kind of just came back to to win. Um, and it didn't feel predictable, at least not to me. Uh, and I, w- I was solid with the way uh, it turned out. But again, that's coming from someone who's... who's, who's eh. So what do you think? So, um, how do I say this? I, I, I'm not going to act like I am, you know, a Star Wars aficionado. It's definitely more Kevin and maybe OG's point than mine. You know, I'm still a young, a youngin. So, my views and my points are coming from a kid who grew up on the prequels, which are often frowned upon in That's the uh, Star Wars era, okay. you know, in the Star Wars fandom. But um, I saw the movie and I did enjoy it. The more I like sit on it. You know, I'm I'm finding little things that I found, you know, little iffy here and there. My overall movie rating for it right now is a solid B. So it's definitely not bad. It's better than Last Jedi, but you know, it's kind of a low bar. So all right, so what was a high point for you? What was a low point for you? Um, a high point for me was um I really liked the uh inclusion of uh Harrison Ford, Han Solo in there. I like the way they did kind of wrap up where it did feel like they ended the Skywalker uh, saga in uh, an appropriate way. Okay. You know, I wasn't blown away by the ending, but it was a good enough ending. Okay. Um, Not a low point, but something that did kind of bother me. What's that? I wouldn't say bother, but how hardcore you could tell they photoshopped in Carrie Fisher essentially. Because <laughs> I know... Well, what other options do they have? Though? Oh, no, I get it, but it's like... You could tell they were just like stock lines that she was saying almost. Okay. Like th- that's how I felt where it's like, all right, she said, you don't lose faith in a droid or something randomly. And it's like, yes, we will not lose faith in the droid. And then they like kind of, 
I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of emotion in her, but once again, you know, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. She wasn't, she's not with us anymore. So she obviously couldn't film the movie. So it was fine. I felt like, uh, we rolled the spoiler thing. So yeah. her death was a little cheap. I, I didn't really, I wasn't a huge fan of that. Okay. I thought it was a little meh. Alrighty. Uh, I thought the way that Ben Kenobi, no, not Ben, Ben Solo. Sorry. Okay. The way that he kind of faded to is a, a little meh. I, I would rather him had like a maybe moved on and you know fully redeemed himself. Maybe worked to fix the galaxy more than just <laughs> fade away. But hey, what do I know? Once again, I'm 23 years old. Stop! 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 My stop, opinion stop. on on uh, <laughs> what's good for a movie might be different than others. Okay. Um, I did get annoyed because in the last scene you see Ray with this lightsaber. Yes. And that's like a whole journey, you know, like building your lightsaber, getting the kyber crystal and stuff. Okay. I just felt a little cheaped out that we didn't get to see like even two minutes of a scene of her building it to some degree. All right. Um, well, what did you think about the whole Palpatine aspect of things right now? Cause, because <laughs> right off the bat, that was what I heard the most in terms of um, complaints where yeah. my, my issue was, and again, tell me if I'm wrong because it could be, uh, but it just felt, I don't know if it, if it was the fact that it felt forced it felt like there was no or cheap or what, what exactly is the phrase? So there's no allusion to him like at all in any of these other movies leading into it. Not in the force awakens, not last Jedi. They don't even have a hint at Palpatine. Okay. So it does. I I try to look past that, but yeah, (laughs) the fact that we have no, like not even a hint at like, there's something bigger out there. Mm -hmm. It's like Snoke was the big thing. Then Snoke got killed very unceremoniously in the last Jedi. Okay. And then just we insert Palpatine like I've been here the entire time just waiting here sitting in this temple yeah. on my lazy boy. <laughs> yeah, attached to a, a a crane. Um I mean that was I mean looking back in terms of like the the story itself. I'm not talking about the execution. Uh that part to me felt um like a little forced, like a little disconnected from the last movie kind yeah. of. Um and I, I think that was the only thing that kind of just eat at me because I, I watched like a few like recap videos of the last two movies in this in this line, Th- see just to see if I missed something yeah. and I didn't. Yeah. So that kind of um, annoyed me. By the way, I, I also should add that on on the Disney Plus, I was like I said, I was catching up on all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, I did finally get to see Solo. Oh, okay. I thought it was a damn fun movie. It's a good movie. People got their complaints. I mean, but... is it the is it the greatest movie of all time is it the the most exciting movie no it's not but that was a fun movie yeah i, I liked mean it. I, I don't think it deserved the hatred that it that it did receive so uh just to just to kind of throw that out there because i will forget uh something like that um it's also worth pointing out the fact that um the rise of skywalker has now hit the 936 million dollar mark okay. worldwide not bad uh no not bad at all um so and that's with it being in theaters for what nineteen days, give or take, something like that. Uh, so it looks like it's going to hit the one billion dollar mark, uh, which would I believe is the sixth or seventh film for Disney in twenty that was released from by Disney in twenty nineteen um, to hit the one billion dollar mark. Yeah, because they had what they had the Avengers. They had Avengers. They had this. This um, was fr- Frozen. One of them. Frozen two. No, not Frozen two. Frozen came out like. Way way back, might be the sixth one they've had. It was the sixth or seven. It was the sixth or seventh one. Uh, 
See, now we need a producer right now so I can tell him to go look up uh, uh, something. <laughs> hey, Rocky. <laughs> He's enjoying a bone right now, so leave him alone. Um, yeah, right, I'm going to try to figure that out and get back to it. Um, okay, so let's switch gears a little bit then. Okay. Let's go over to Mandalorian. Yes. That was an ending. <laughs> that was an ending. That was an ending. I was so excited and so satisfied with that ending, actually. Okay. I really like the way how, um, you know, they set up the Mandalorian where it's like he has to now go investigate, you know, Yoda, the baby Yoda, the mm-hmm. child's, you know, background, where he comes from. And bring by, him by the way, Captain Marvel, Aladdin, Lion King, Endgame, Toy Story 4. Oh, okay. Star Wars. Go on. I'm sorry. It was pretty good last year. Yeah. Um, and it looks like Frozen 2. Frozen 2 did get that mark? Yes. I don't know if it did or not. Um, what were they saying? You know, and they brought in a bunch of... They brought everyone together, you know, where they had uh, Nick Nolte, rest in peace. <laughs> He's not dead. His character's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Did I miss something from, from today's news? Uh, they had what... I forget what that UFC woman's name is, but she's, you know, just gorgeous, who played the um, the ex-Rebel shock trooper. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a great culmination, a great end of season one. Yeah. I was worried that for some reason they would kill off the main character and do a different Mandalorian next season. Okay. I'm glad they didn't because I really like Pedro Pascal's uh, version of the Mandalorian or the, not version, but the Mandalorian. Yes, yes. Um, The Darksaber was fucking... Fr- now, you don't know what the Darksaber S- is. Someone had to explain it to me, but yes, I now, now I know about it. Yeah, so basically it was like the first... It's a Mandalorian-made lightsaber, so it's a big deal. Um, it was just cool to see that on screen like that because I had never seen it outside of, you know, animation. So seeing it okay. in real life, mm-hmm. just I lost my shit when I saw <laughs> that. Like I was at my friend's house and when we were watching it. We all had we all waited to watch it together. I watched it like the Sunday after it came out. OK, I literally had to stand up and like walk out of the room. I was like, so I lost my shit. Just so excited. <laughs> so, and so excited. So pumped and everything. Because it's. it's like the coolest looking lightsaber ever. It's a fucking black lightsaber. That's badass. Okay. It looks like a sword. Oh my God. I could talk about that for an hour. Um, I really think they pulled together the Mandalorian. Well, I'm excited for Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. I think that's supposed to come out. I think the end of uh, 2020. Yeah. I think the end of this year. Yeah. So um, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. So, uh, I thought it was fantastic. The whole series for that matter. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the episode when they had the two stormtroopers sitting on the, the, their bikes, <laughs> That's the, with that's baby, the same one. with baby Yoda, what was that? That's the same one. That's the finale. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with baby Yoda in the the messenger bag and everything. What was that like? That I mean, it felt like it dragged on for so long. Yeah. But it was so I could watch an episode just with that banter. The guy who punched baby Yoda, I forget. That's like an actual actor. I think. Well, obviously they're actors. No, 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 no. no, no but I like, think it was like an SNL character. I forget. What I can't remember f- who it is. Fuck is um, and I think Taiki Taika Waititi directed the episode too. John Krasinski. Or Krasinski? No, it was not John Krasinski. No, it way. was. He punched Baby Yoda. John Krasinski. Yeah. From The Office. Yeah. Punched Baby Yoda. Are you for real? Yeah. Look it up. That's why he got in trouble on Twitter for it. So if I look up right now, you're guaranteeing me. There's no. You're not busting my balls. Are you I'm looking at the wrong John? I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I swear to God. I swear to God, I will kill you. Uh. We'll see here. Um. But I, I just thought it ended on a phenomenal note. Um, I mean... John Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. I, I fucked it up. You son of a bitch. Sorry. You son of a bitch. I will kill you. 
Um, but the, the, sorry. the uh, I thought the season just ended on a fantastic note. I'm so super excited. Um, I think that Disney did exactly what they needed to do with Star Wars in for the Mandalorian, I should say. Yeah. Because I think it just set up their new streaming service, which I've been advocating that this was such a, a monumental series, such an important series for them. Yes. Uh, and they it it went above and beyond what it had to do. Uh-huh. As a absolute home run um, for the company, um, and if they can do anything that's close to this mm-hmm. for for season two, yeah, wow. So I feel like Disney gets a lot of flack for some reason when Star Wars doesn't go right. Like, oh, Disney ruined it, or oh, Disney finally got to it. This is a Disney made show, and it was phenomenal. I I, I mean, uh, but on that note, at the same time, I think that's just how you're just not going to make all the fanboys happy. Yeah, I mean, the prequels. It was the same, the exact same thing that you just said. I mean, there's a documentary about George Lucas with people saying that they ruined his childhood. Um. Yeah. And unless some strange man in a van offered you candy to get into the back seat, I'm pretty sure George Lucas did not um, <laughs> ruin it, despite what even uh, South Park might have said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was I thought it was an absolutely great series. Um, on that note, <clears throat> with Disney Plus, um, Jeff Goldblum is fantastic. Yes, I, I think it's absolutely amazing. Stop paying attention to the TV, man. It's just weird. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the dog. I'm listening. Watch, I'm the listening. dog watching Shutter. Um, a creep show. Um, just one of those kind of laugh out loud moments. The last episode I think I just watched, I think it was the latest episode, was on coffee. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. Um, the bicycles one, just it's just phenomenal. The Jeff Goldblum stuff, just his bizarre tactics and his mannerisms are just so much fun. And his episode with uh, checking out RVs makes me want to do an RV trip around the country. <laughs> on at that note too, that could be fun. Um, so yeah, just good stuff all around. Another movie that's worth pointing out that I don't think I mentioned. Uh, was Knives Out. Yeah, uh, you uh, talked very much to me privately about how much you yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, so. what a good movie. That was such a fun movie. I want, like, I want, forget the awards for a second. Everything. Yeah. Like, I just want more people to watch this film. Yeah. Because I enjoyed it so very much. <laughs> I, I and, and on top of it, like, I want to know more storylines with the characters that are involved. I want to know uh, um, more of uh, the different scenarios, like kind of their backstory. It was just so much fun. It was such a good comedy slash drama slash uh, whodunit kind of mystery. Yeah. So for me, for, I, I love those kind of, uh, you know, especially with like kind of whodunit sort of storylines. Uh, I'm a fan of those. So um, seeing them executed in such a way with some really big names. Yeah. In that movie. No, there was like a lot of big people in you that You have name. Daniel Craig. You have Chris Evans. You have uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, just to name, I guess, like the top tier of the, the, yeah. the people involved. Um, oh, my God, what a good movie. I hope it, you know, it would come, I guess it would be, I don't know if it's going to be Oscar nominated for anything, but um, I just want more people to watch it. I think it might be just leaving theaters now. Oh, okay. Um, I know it was playing up in the, the lo- my local theater over here, Lobo Thai Cinema. A week ago, but it's not anymore. So maybe there's a few stragglers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, without a without a doubt, it is worth picking up the DVD, the Blu-ray, watching it sooner rather than later. Um, it's such such a good movie. Um, and think of it like this uh, for for fans of if Chris, if this is one of the first project that Chris Evans really wants to jump on board after doing Captain America, yeah. I think that kind of says something. <laughs> if you if you support the Chris Evans 
uh, I, I think you just need to take that with a grain of salt for sure. Um, let's see, is there anything else that's really worth talking about that we saw over the break? I feel like those were the big ones. Yeah, just uh, in terms really, of the movies, yeah. the show. Now, did you get a chance to see Golden Globes? Uh, so I watched a bit of it. Okay. And I was on my friend's really comfy couch. And then it became a really comfy sleeping place for the back half of the Golden Globes. So right now I'm just trying to chat my channel, the Big Kev. Yeah. What would he say to you in a situation like this? Um, you know, sandwich. He won't call me a fucking idiot, but thank he, you, thank you for just being in touch with society and and putting your best foot forward when it comes to this show. I tried, but you know what it was? It was a long day at work because it was Sunday, and the Golden Globes didn't come on until I don't even know when. And I was just sitting in that couch. And it's a really comfy couch. They spend a lot of money. All right. I don't want to know couch. about what you've done on the couch. That we're good there. And that's the end of my big Kevin impression. Um, so I saw uh, chunks of it. Uh, so the Ricky Gervais just crushed oh, everybody. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember exactly the monologue, but I did get the monologue. And crushed fuck. everybody. Um, that was intense. Yeah. Um, I obviously didn't see what was the four. All, was it three hours, four hours? Uh, I didn't see the uh, every uh, second, but I'm kind of, I, I'm wondering just kind of like looking back, like did he pimp out any causes for animals or anything like that at any one point? Um, I'm also not interested enough to go back and watch four hours of yeah. award shows to, to find out just out of curiosity. Um, you should do what the NFL do and do like the highlight. highlights. Of I, I, it's, it's out there, but I, I'm just not going to sit down and watch every single second. Um, I watched the Tom Hanks award. Oh yeah, he won. You get his award as like that, the, award. the achievement award. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because as he's up there, I'm like, this guy I watched. I think the first movie I must have watched with Tom Hanks must have been Big. I think mine is either Big or Forrest Gump. I don't know which one I saw first. I, for me, it was definitely Big. Um, I'm typing Big movie. I don't know if that's actually gonna. Uh, 1988. Okay, so okay, Disney film, I think. Um, and then, I don't know why, that just kind of, like, looking at him standing there with the gray hairs and everything like that, just with this award, that just kind of, the only thing that kind of kept going through my head. Um, and I just felt bad for him because, I mean, there's times when I've been sick or about kind of sick, like, even doing the podcast, I yeah. felt, like, horrendous. So the fact that he was standing on a, a platform like that, I thought was pretty good. Um, I mean, from what I saw, it was pretty good. Again, the highlight is just Gervais. Yeah. I mean, I feel like nothing else really mattered. Uh, and the fact that like, Netflix didn't win as much as everyone thought they would. Even, even Gervais said something along the lines like, I should just come out here and say, Netflix wins, good night. Something <laughs> along those lines. Um, but they didn't do nearly as well as everyone thought they were going to do. Uh. So that was a little surprising. But otherwise, I mean, all Gervais, all the time. Yeah. I, I like how he said something on Instagram about the whole, I think it was Instagram, about the whole situation. But um, yeah, I mean, it's all about Ricky. All about Ricky, man. All about Ricky Gervais, and like I said, he pimped out the, the animals. And the only reason I keep saying this because I'm surprised with uh, the Australia fires if he didn't mention anything. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix won a. Joaquin Phoenix won for was for... that his best actor? Yeah, in drama in a drama. Yeah, in a drama. Uh, I can't remember who he beat off the top of my head. I'd have to open up the prep sheet. Um, but I was really happy to see. But that. I know, dude, absolutely. I mean, the fact that he actually that the Joker. Yeah. The Joker won. It was a that's was a pretty movie, so that's I mean, pretty cool. Deserves it. Um, yes, absolutely. Without a doubt, I'm trying to remember who he. Okay, so he won. He beat Christian Bale in Ford versus Ferrari. Antonio Banderas in uh, do, 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 Pain and Glory. 
Adam Driver in Marriage Story, which I'm actually kind of intrigued. Intri- I heard that was really good. I I, I just heard about it uh, recently. Uh, actually, I just saw the trailer for it, so I don't even know where that movie is right now. If it's in theaters, out of theaters, or what? Uh, and Jonathan Price for two for uh, the two popes. I thought Marriage Story was on Netflix. Maybe it is. I I haven't watched it to be totally honest, so I don't know where that is. Uh, six Golden Globe nominations. It had one win. Yeah, I don't know what it uh where it is. So once you're done googling that, let me know. Um, oh, it's on Netflix now yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, it is. Um, so I do need to watch that. So uh, maybe I'll make that a weekend thing. Um, so yeah. So all in all, just a lot of good stuff going on. Oh yeah. Um, for sure. Anything else that we need to recap or that we need to take a look back on? Or I think I think we've done a, a, a solid recapping so far. Okay. I think we're going to move on to the non-recap things. All right, boss. Whatever the future of Whatever you say. The Roaring Twenties have Whatever begun. you say. We've got a lot of stuff that we do need to get to. Um, all right. So kind of piggybacking off of the Star Wars stuff here. Disney Plus announced the Star Wars, the Clone Wars premiere date. Uh, Disney Plus has revealed that the premiere date will be on February 17th. Um, now, how excited are you for this? Do you feel like this is kind of too soon from everything else? Is this a little, a little fatigue or? I think it's good. You know, Clone Wars was a much bigger show than I feel like they, people realized it was going to be when it okay. came out because it has a lot of solid content, a lot of good canon and a lot of good stories. You know, they have a lot of cool characters. Mm-hmm. So having another season of that's always awesome. It's always cool, you know, to get another little bit of your favorite shows a whole season or a movie or whatever, you know, in the case of Breaking Bad where they had the movie. So, you know, I'm excited to see the Clone Wars se- next season, especially when it's coming out in February, you know. Okay. Something to hold us over, you know, until the next thing for Star Wars comes out, until the next Marvel thing comes out. Because I feel like that's going to be not an issue going forward, but, like, how much can we keep putting out? Because we just went through this, uh, like, slog of movies where it's like we had – Force Awakens, Solo, then Rogue One, then Jedi. Then mm-hmm. So now, you know, that's all done. You know, where are we going to go from here? So it's nice that, you know, Star Wars, we know it wasn't going away, but it's nice to see that yeah. like, content will still be coming out. We'll still be exploring stuff. There's still stories that need to be told, stories that haven't been told yet. So I'm excited f- for the prospects of Star Wars going forward, especially with Disney. I really think Disney, I think it's hard for Disney in a way, I don't want to say it's hard to fuck up Star Wars, but I think Disney... doesn't contradict everything you just said before. Yes. <laughs> I think the way Disney handles Marvel, I think they know how to handle a thick franchise. When I'm going to thick franchise, it's like there's a lot of content mm-hmm. and a lot of storytelling, a lot of places, a lot of people. I think Disney knows how to handle something that has a lot of moving parts at the same time. Okay. So with Marvel in mind, you know, the 23 movies they did in that universe... I'm confident in what they're going to do with Star Wars going forward, and I'm excited for the future. Well, hip, hip, hurry to that. Yes. I do. I will, just to kind of piggyback off that slightly, uh, I think it is important the fact that Disney has kind of let one um, monthly like kind of flagpole show, movie, or something yeah. like that that's also coming out to kind of keep the ball rolling, kind of keep the enthusiasm going with Disney+, Plus, uh-huh. um, especially for the kind of money that they're putting into it right now. Yeah, I mean, or just they're... just put into it in general, uh, so I think that's this helps them out uh, immensely. Oh yeah, yeah. That was another thing I think people were worried about is like, okay, we're gonna watch the Mandalorian and the Jeff Goldblum show, and then what happens? Yeah, I will say by the way, uh, I did watch. I don't remember if I mentioned it on the show before we went on break. Uh, I think it's called Imagineering. 
Okay. Uh, essentially, it gives the history of the Disney theme parks, the creation of certain aspects of it, okay. the Imagineering department, nice. who created, uh, who creates, got so many freaking elements for the park, yeah. uh, and also the general. Uh, they talk about the general business of Disney. Oh. So the last time, the last episode, I don't know if there's another episode that came out. Uh, the last episode I watched um, talked about with uh, Bob Iger, the CEO of the company, talked about acquiring Pixar, acquiring Marvel, yeah. um, acquiring Star Wars. Uh, not so much the preparation of Disney Plus from what I can recall. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if they're going to come out with one more episode. I think they could if they wanted to. Um, but I really recommend it. Recommended it. I mean, I find it interesting for those two creative aspects. Yeah. So it's kind of the creative aspect versus the business, um, and you learn a whole lot. So I, I think it's that's definitely worth a check um, if you haven't. So. Hmm. All right then. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Justin Rowland creating his an animated series. Oh wow! Gloop World of Quibi. Gloop World of Quibi. Of course. Loop world. I don't know how we're going to call this. Uh, has been a dream of mine to make for almost seven years, said Roland. Uh, it's a tactical clay animation show with a mysterious, weird, and ex- uh, expansive world and really fun characters. Fingerprints and all. I couldn't have done this without the folks of uh, Stupid Buddy Studio, uh, Studios, S-T-O-O-D-I-O-S, um, who understood exactly what I meant when I wanted the clay animation to have an imperfect approach. Uh, there you can see the animation work. I want uh, the Gloop characters. They felt like you can reach into your phone and grab them yourself. I uh, can't wait to share this weird, silly show with the world. Um, All right. So I will say that two th- there's two things that come to my mind as soon as I see that. Okay. Um, what kind of impact will this have on Rick and Morty? Yeah. Um, and also, I love this fucking idea. Gloop. So this is... You know what Gumby is? Yes. Okay. That was an honest question. I'm not, I wasn't even busting your chops on That's that right. Um, so it, I, and I love that kind of, that stop, go, motion thing. Uh, I got, I just, I love that stuff. I mean, I watched like, you know, just like, give me like an old Ray Harryhausen kind of uh, movie and I, I'm good. Uh-huh. I'm good, especially the documentary on him. Uh, a big fan of that. So the fact that there's comedy imperfect, you know, world that he's creating here. Yeah. And it's, Fucking Justin Roiland. So I'm sure it's going to be fucking hysterical. Uh-huh. It's going to be extremely enjoyable. Um, but at what at what cost, though? So we never really talked about the end of Rick and Morty on the episode. We kind of talked about did we? we talked about episode one, and that's kind of where we left it. We never really hit back on it. So all right, let's hold on. Let let but let's finish with this. Let's first, finish with though. this then. So yes. I will say that um, the his description of the show of yes. this of this weird ass. Stop go Gloop. Stop, yes. Uh, we'll just call it Gloop. Uh, I'm all about this. I love the, the idea. I love the theme of it. Uh, and I love what he has kind of like up his sleeve because. Oh, yeah. um, the guy's a fucking hilarious dude. So anything yeah, he does really is going to be just that, funny. That's the best. Without word. a doubt. And I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's going to have a. He would have a great budget. Yeah. There's no way. They but don't. I don't think you really need it for a film, for a show like this exactly. I mean, yeah, you need a modest budget. Don't yeah. get me wrong. To make it clean, just clean enough. Uh, but I'm sure he's going to be able to sell this thing with absolute ease. I think nowadays you hear guy who made Rick and Morty wants to make show. Anyone who's anyone that has money to throw at him will say, here, take money. Make yep. me money. Uh, Seth Green is actually going to be one of the executive producers on the project no as shit. well. Um, Seth Green, man. 
Yeah, dude. This is uh, uh I think this is gonna be really he did robot chicken. Is that robot? Was yes. That yes. Was a, that's a fuck. Um, it's a fun show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think this is gonna be a much like kind of shorter. I think it's gonna be a kind of robot chicken esque. Yeah. At the same time, um, but this will be pretty good. Uh, you know, before we move on, maybe we should talk a little bit about Rick and Morty. Sure. At this point. Um, I mean, just kind of, I guess, just because you mentioned it. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it at this yeah. point. Um, so what are your overall thoughts? My, 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 I initially feel that it was great. It's fantastic. Yeah. But it was just so, I don't want to say one and done. It was more like, what, five and done? Five yeah. and done <laughs> sort of situation. Um, I almost feel, I almost wish that they just came out with one episode a month. Yeah. If they were going to do just five months. No, I get or, that. Or... or, or you know, they were doing a South Park kind of thing where they release five episodes, they come back from a break, and they do five more episodes, and that's their season. Yeah. Um, I would have been good with either or, depending on whatever the volume of shows they were looking for the 2019, 2020, you know, yeah. year. Um, so there's that. But I thought that, again, each one were just standalone, enjoyable shows. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, my my biggest problem is the fact that it felt disconnected a little bit from the prior season. Absolutely. But maybe they, again they come out with a, a prequel episode that kind of connects that those two episodes. But otherwise, it was it was really good. Yeah. So I think going off what you said, you know, it kind of was not jarring, but how hard we disconnected from like Evil Morty and Beth and that whole storyline to like here are five adventures that we'll have for an episode. And then move on. Yeah. Like, they were great episodes. They were. And they were really fun and enjoyable. A lot of great moments. The slut dragons were funny. The toilet <laughs> episode was funny. Snake th- future. I, I, th- and I, I think that the and the big thing that everyone kept, kind of kept quoting was the, you son, son of a bitch, I'm in. No, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that that's definitely, I, I make that quote all the time now. I just walk around saying that go. to people. So, yeah, they definitely made phenomenal episodes. It wasn't a bad season, but I think just the way we cut off season three was just like kind of a cliffhanger. And they had such a good story going throughout the season. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had interweaved the episodes and it just felt like, you know, hard cut five episodes. Yep. Like I think we said before, kind of just like get something out now because it's been two years. You felt, like we'll, you felt like they rushed it even though it's been two it. years? I think maybe a little bit because... I didn't realize it had been two years, and I think Rick and Morty overall had been kind of falling off a little bit in the minds of people where, you know, people love Rick and Morty, people still enjoy Rick and Morty, but people weren't talking about Rick and Morty, you know what I mean? Like, no one was clamoring, I feel like, for season four, but then they say, hey, season four is coming out. Oh, sick! Five episodes. Uh Uh-oh. You know, like, it kind of felt like, I'm excited for more, but then you gave me, like... It's like an appetizer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I still have more room in my stomach for more Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Okay. No, I mean, totally agree with you. That's why I said, like, I'd almost wish they just did one a month. Yeah. Um, Or kind of South Park-esque um, strategy. They didn't even do a thing at the end where they're like, oh, see you back in two more years. They didn't even make a joke about it. Oh, yeah, they didn't. They always make that joke, I feel like. I think, speaking of which, I think, did South Park end as... We were going on break ourselves. I th- might have. I, I'll be honest. I kind of fell off on South Park a little more. Well, I'll just kind of oh, catch really? the highlight. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's a it's great. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just I don't have a service to watch it. Like I don't have Hulu, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's on HBO yet. You can just buy it, you know. Where? Ah, oh, I use the iTunes. Ah, I don't really buy stuff on iTunes anymore. 
I just used why, iTunes. Why, why, why go the legal route when you can go through, um, you know, yeah, other sources, means, right? A la OG. Um, I just, if I want to watch South Park, I can probably just get the clips on YouTube. Okay, that's how we're going to approach it. That's good to know. Uh, I mean, I thought it was good. Uh, a friend of mine uh, who I work with said that uh, it felt like a little phoned in. Uh-huh. Um, but by, by, by far the best episode was the China episode. <laughs> Which is great because the fact that they referenced, they went back and referenced the fact that China was so pissed off about them with that episode. I liked um, um, later on. Was strong woman this? Uh, she was in. Uh, there was an episode about about strong her woman. and Randy Savage. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. That pseudo pseudo Randy Savage episode was fucking it was phenomenal. Glorious. I watched that clip and I couldn't breathe for like ten minutes. It's good stuff. I man. was just dying on the floor laughing. South Park is always always solid. Um, all right, let's move on with some other stuff that we yes. still got going on. Uh, the Offenders, Amazon, BBC team up for a British comedy drama series. Um, do you care about this whatsoever? Do you I have mean, you watched it? Do you, I don't, care? do you know of it? Not really. It sounds like a knockoff, like they're trying to be like a parody of the Avengers or something like that. Okay. It sounds like that. Once again, I didn't really know too much about it. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, uh, I'm coming from an angle of just looking at the title. <laughs> um, I will say that the only reason I put this in there is that um, it caused me to watch a little bit more Amazon. Um, with again, I do recommend that there's so, there's a lot of good video game documentaries, comic book documentaries. Yeah. There's so I mean they're not the greatest ones. They're more like oh that's interesting stuff that's on in the background and you can kind of just watch that. Um, and also remind me that I watched I think it was on Netflix the I, the IT crowd. Okay. Um, uh, a very good friend of mine um, is all about that. It's all he's talked about for years. I've only watched the first episode, and I'm like, I'm in. I'm sold. This is <laughs> you that dry son of a bitch. This is that dry comedy that I'm all about. So that was I'm really in. the main reason for uh, for that. Do do do. We have a new photo from the set of Bill and Ted, the new yes. Bill and Ted movie, uh, showing Bill and Ted in the garage with their daughters. Um, I mean, does it really? keying on anything huge for us not so much uh the only thing that's my takeaway from it is the fact that bill and ted uh it looks like they have like a like the ideal garage for someone at that age with the the records in the background tall amps guitars and their daughters have uh drum mixers and machines and it's weird seeing a shaved keanu reeves because i feel like i haven't seen a shaved keanu you know now that you say that you're absolutely right yeah, he's it, been bearded Keanu for a while, so a shaved Keanu is is different. But yeah, that is throwing me off. It's a Keanu I can get behind. You know, it's 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 a remnant sort of Matrix Keanu. You know, you all know, the many faces of Keanu. Now that you say that, I I absolutely agree with you. You know, it's because John Wick has been like his big. Um, is it his? Well, his his latest. Yeah, his big latest thing. Yeah, which is I so, think I think did I tell you I, I finally saw John Wick three. Did you? Yeah, so you can't ruin that for me now because I've already watched it. Spoiler alert! I haven't seen any of them. Oh, oh, now the ball's in my court, sir. What was the movie that you ruined for me that I bought? I'm not going to bring it up. The title. What was the title, though? Which one was it? Creed 2. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You're dead to me. Um, oh, no. I sorry, I didn't want to say anything. I was just going to walk past that. That's all right. It is what it is. I'm going to point it out and keep going. You're looking to stab you. I feed you to Rocky by the end of the show. Um yeah, so there's that. All right, uh, moving on. We have one more thing just to kind of put on people's radar by the time uh, this episode drops. Um, there's going to be a new Dungeons & Dragons book dropping pretty soon. We're supposed to be getting the name of the book 
uh, I believe Thursday, which would be tomorrow at the time of this recording. Oh, awesome. Um, with a release date of March 17th. We're waiting on a bunch of information on this, exactly how it's going to be structured, what's going to be happening. So there, A lot of info, yeah. I, I think, is dropping tomorrow. From what I read here in the article, it looks like it's going to be another kind of uh, Xanathar's Guide, meaning like a kind of like a... A book, not as a story, but a book of like just information and different characters you can play as. Okay. Kind of like that last book we had, Eberron, where it's like kind of just material you can use. It's going to be another one of those kind of source books. So I'm excited for that. I've been playing. Um, they do this thing, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Unearthed Arcana. Are you familiar with that? No. So what Unearthed Arcana is, is it's licensed kind of Wizard of the Coast stuff, but it's playtesting stuff. Okay. Well, they'll give you like, here's something we're testing. It'll be like All right. a new class for a druid. So it's the beta mode. Beta mode, essentially. It's the yeah. beta mode of a particular storyline. So story they'll line. send out the beta for stuff. Okay. Let us play around with it for a while. And then, you know, maybe there's feedback or something. And then in a book like this next one, in theory, if it's what we think it is, they'll have, you know, seen what the beta and see what gotten the reaction and they'll put out a finished product of it. So this could be a kind of, I don't know if pivotal is the right word, but it, this can make or break kind of like what they do down the line based on this one book then. It could, it's going to be probably a big book. You know, people are going to definitely want to be going to have it. You know, I feel like nowadays it's, you know, you want to have the regular player's handbook. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's not super standard, but if Xanathar's Guide is always a welcomed addition to your collection for any player because, you know, there's a lot more material it gives you for mm -hmm. you to use when you're building a character, you know. Okay. Like, if you want to be a fighter, it Xanathar's Guide introduced samurai style. So you could be a samurai in D&D. You couldn't do that before, but, you know, with Xanathar's Guide, it added that extension for you to, you know, really role play and diversify how you play D&D. So I'm definitely excited if it is what I think it is, even if it's not, even if just a general D&D book. More D&D is always better D&D. So. I can understand that. So West Coast just, uh, West Coast Scott rather, uh, just messaged us um, because he's on the Patreon. I think we forgot to mention Patreon. Oh, we did. The show. Yes. But we'll do worry about that coming out of the break. Uh, he says, those uh, used to be in Dragon Magazine, then compiled in books like Unearth Arcana. Uh, for more history, check out the Vintage RPG podcast as mentioned by OG on Geek Stuff. Huh. All right. Vintage stuff right there. Um, Cool. Well, let me let me ask you this: just one more quick question before we go to break. Um, just out of curiosity, because everyone was making a big deal out of this, because I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is, you know, the next edition yeah. of Dungeons and Dragons, a uh, sixty. Uh. What is the probability that comes out sometimes? Like, are we so, like way far off? Is that something that could happen any moment now? I feel like where are we in the timeline? Do you think? I feel like what they're trying to do right now is they don't want to change the edition anymore i think they're at a point where because D, D has gone through so many different editions and it's hard for players where you know if you played fourth edition or 3.5 or what what have you coming to fifth there's learning you know you gotta relearn how to play the game a little bit you okay. might understand the base game but you gotta relearn certain things i think what they're trying to do now is Make it one standard D&D from here on out, essentially. Okay. Where if you started playing 5e or you are familiar with 5e, you can play D&D now and 100 years from now. Okay. I think that's what they're trying to do. So I don't see 6e as something in the future near or far. So you feel that they have such a success going on right now. Why rock the boat? Yes. Because I okay. think, 
you know, we're in the middle of what a lot of people are saying, like a D&D renaissance almost, you know. Okay. D&D is played at comic stores, you know. I'm going to play D&D after this podcast, actually. In fact, I actually got to talk to you about some of that, too. On the Absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely on, talk so. about good it. Good stuff, good stuff. So, you know, D&D is at a point now where people are playing it all the time. They have groups they play with. Um, you know, I DM one session. I play in two sessions, okay. you know. D&D has become a big part of nerd culture and pop culture again. Okay. So I don't see them needing to change it. They'll just keep adding on to it and adding on to it because mm. the world is so robust and, you know, they have that multiverse thing that kind of Marvel does where it's like you can just make up a new plane of existence a la Eberron. Okay. And just have fun with it and let the players do what they want with it. And we will always be satisfied with more content because oh, a more robust D&D is a more fun D&D. That's an interesting way of, of putting all of that. Um, it's really good. Good job, sandwich. Thank you. Good job. Um, on that note, we should probably go to yeah. break. Yeah, I think so, we've been going for a little bit. Sandwich, do you feel comfortable throwing the show to break right now? Sure. And with that, uh, Mr. Monty and Mr. I the Sandwich, <laughs> episode five seventy one. Uh, we could put this episode of Geeks of TNG five seventy one. It's not a tuma to a break. Build your own X-wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hey, this is Mez, founder of Mezco Toys, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And we are back, despite the fact that Sandwich isn't paying attention. I am paying attention. Right now, to episode 571 of Geek Stuff TNG. It's not the Tuma. Not the Tuma. It's not the Tuma. Uh, you just listened to a lovely, our lovely sponsor. At buildxwing.com. Ah, there you go. Oh, you there should, we you should go. have more. I was, I was waiting for you, seeing if you were paying attention. I was. I should have thing ready. I was trying okay, to, I'll, I tried I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit, right. bit of time here. Because the one thing we do need to mention, which we also didn't mention off the top, uh, is our Patreon. Go Love to patreon.com slash geekstufftng. For a buck, good sir, you're able to join the Discord service, which a lot of good wacky stuff happens there. For $3, you'll get the show uh, a day and a half earlier. Usually it's Tuesday night. Today it's going to be Wednesday just because of things. Uh, and a sneak peek of the prep sheet every week for $5. You're going to get the weekend bonus show, which I have been lacking you've on. been lacking on. And you're also going to get some vintage shows, some of the the, oh, the original uh, geek Big Kev's Geek Stuff yes. episodes, as it were. Uh, I think they're in the high 40s right now. Oh, yeah, I think around there. So yeah. in the 2007-ish times. <laughs> um, and for $10 a month, you're able to watch us live. Watch us live. Right here at Studio M. Indeed. Uh, so lots of good stuff there. Again, and also you get a discount. I keep on forgetting the message. You get a discount on um, um, running a commercial Ooh. on the show. So a little nice little advertisement there. Nice. Uh, so again, that's patreon.com slash geekstufftng. Um, sandwich. 
Talk to us about our lovely sponsors. Our lovely sponsors over at buildxwing.com. Home to the one and only 118 scale X-Wing on the market, which is perfect for you and your three and three quarter figures. It's a great piece for collectors and diorama guys and guys who like to have things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized. Ooh. Yes. The only one that even came close, uh, Kevin mentioned this one time, and I picked up on that, was they made a foam one. I think Hasbro did a long time ago. Okie dokie. And it was shit. This one is not. Okay. <laughs> this one is, uh, like I said, fully realized, uh, moving parts and lights and all the fun stuff. All right. The X-Foils got into attack position. Which Fancy. I didn't actually realize they did. You know, I didn't really pay attention to the uh, the foils <laughs> in the movie, I'll be honest with you. She kind of right. noticed the pew-pew-pews and the fighting in space, which is the most badass part. Pew-pews. Here at uh, Geeks of TNG, we always highlight the deluxe edition okay. for the people uh, who are taking part, mm-hmm. which comes with working landing lights, static figures, you know, little people mover, and a static Luke Skywalker for the cockpit. We always recommend using figures, but hey, you want to use static figures? They're just as good. It's whatever makes them happy. It's their damn money. Oh, yeah. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to stop anyone from doing whatever they want with their money. There you go. It also comes with a nice little magazine guide and a nice little binder that you can bind all the magazines together. Okay. Put it on the shelf and, you know, look back and see all the fun facts and the fun little building that was the X-Wing. So time for my little spot. My favorite little spot. This is the piece, folks. <laughs> You're going to see it at a convention and say, I would love to have that in my home. I got a nice little Star Wars room, maybe, like in the man cave. Nice little spot. I got some figures. Love to have an X-Wing. Fit right in there. I got my Lukes. I got my other peoples, the, the C-3PO's and whatnot, the R2's. Uh-huh. So, you know, it just fits. And you're going to look at the price of that figure and say, um, you know, the man cave can survive without the X-Wing. <laughs> <laughs> but this X-Wing, you know, with the monthly subscription where you're going to get it piece by piece and build it as it goes along, you're going to be really, really happy and satisfied once you're done and you have it sitting there in that man cave. Hell to the yeah. And how do people get a hold of uh, or find this product? Uh, they can find it on buildxwing.com, or if you want to use your telephone, you can call 877-544-6779. Glorious. Uh, you know, there's one thing I do need to mention um, while the dog is driving you nuts during that uh, spot, which, by the way, good job. You had a distraction there, and you, you kept the eye on the prize on that one, so that was awesome. Um, I do want to thank uh, any – there were a few people who tweeted at me, actually. Ooh. Um, because they they found out through the grapevine that um, Rocky got hurt. Yes. While we were on break. Poor puppy. Uh, yes. Uh, even though today he is, um, I I don't know. I think he had ca- caffeine. I think he had a few cups of coffee when I was at work today. I think OG broke in. I came over during lunch. He, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. He left that window open again uh, <laughs> on the second floor. Damn it! No wonder why it's so cold upstairs. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I want to just kind of point out that, that out there because it was kind of a bad scare there for a second. So thank you to those people because you know who the hell you are. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. We have some trailers I want to hit on yes. and uh, some product. Uh, we have, well, we have two items, but you know, let's just save one of them for next week. All right. Um, all right. Let's go in uh, mix order here. Let's go with the TV spot first. Okay. Um, there's a new Birds of Prey TV spot. Whoa. Um, and if anything, it made me not want to watch this movie. <laughs> Oh, th- this is this is what did it for you? Not, yeah, not, I, not the whole other trailer. No, I feel like this this really just brought it home about how I'm not going to enjoy this uh, film, or, or or I'm I'm at least going to wait till kind of like Knives Out. Yeah, I'm going to wait till uh, the movie comes out 
people say, oh my God, this like there's a, a buzz around it saying, you got to watch this movie. You can't miss it. And then go see it. Uh-huh. Um, compared to, I'm going to actually uh, use money that I worked for <laughs> in order to go see it. You, you know what's sad? What's that? I realized this show is going to, like being part of the show now, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to spend money to watch this. Because I was definitely just going to wait till it was maybe somewhere and watch it free. But yeah. I have to go spend money and watch it now, which is sad. Uh, well, it's like if I want to yeah. talk about it on the show, it's like yeah. I'm gonna need to spend my money. Um, look at look at Matt and Easter just to save a few bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. So there's but. that, uh, and just Harley Quinn just kind of saying uh, it's not as easy as it looks being me or something along those lines. Um, I'm Harley Quinn. So I, yeah, I'm like I think when she actually I'm said quirky. It, like I I, I pause for a second after it was said. I'm like, yep, nope, done. You know, I love Margot Robbie, you know, excellent actress. You know, mm-hmm. she has a lot of great ass. I do want to see her. In, stop it. I do want to see her in the uh, the Bombshells movie. Yeah. Um, not to get political or anything like that, but I, I am very kind of intrigued just to kind of see uh, that one's ha- how that was executed. So I will see that eventually. Uh, we also have a new Mutants trailer. Yes. That dropped. Now, how big are you into X-Men? So I was, I loved it growing up. Um, it For me, it was a matter of, for the comics, uh-huh. I love the shows. Um, you know, love the you know love hate some of the movies and everything like that. Um, with the comics, I was a fan. I felt like I got burnt over by either restructuring, you know, because Marvel, Marvel being Marvel, um, and there's just so many moving parts to it. It was almost hard to keep track. Yeah, there's like 15 different X teams. There's like X Force. X this. Yeah, X so that. X you. <laughs> uh, so the only ones I, w- I currently would read, like I read the, the Rogue Gambit yeah. series. I forgot what that left off at. But I enjoy that because I, I really do enjoy those two characters. I love that. If they actually just came out with a a book just on that all the time, yeah. I'd wa- I'd read that. Watch that. I'd read that uh, for sure. Um, but in terms of New Mutants, that was before me. Uh-huh. Um, but I know people uh, just slightly older than me who were really into it. Yeah. To New Mutants when when that uh, series dropped originally, um, and I had no some I have some good friends who were just big X Men fr- fans in general. Yeah. Uh, they don't know what to make of this trailer. Me, me either. You know. So they came out the trailer like three years ago for this original. Are you sure? It's it was it's been at least two. Okay. I'm saying three, but it could be less. Okay. It's funny because everyone I I watched it on YouTube and everyone in the comments was saying you know, um, I think at some point they said like you won't want to miss this. It's like yeah I didn't want to miss it three years ago. Now I'm uh-huh. X age and I don't care about missing it. Okay. So um, you know I'm excited I guess to watch it. It seems interesting. Uh huh. I don't know, you know how much it's been changed because it was originally Fox. Who made it, and now it's been in Disney's hands for a little bit. Uh-huh. So I don't know what's changed. Well, this is the this is the last um, the last Fox X Men film, yeah. I believe. That's how I was seeing it being built. Uh, I mean, I'm intrigued by this. I think I might might if I can get like half price ticket, like matinee Tuesday sort of <laughs> deal. I think I would see it. Yeah. Um, but there isn't enough to really bring me in. But I, I again, I'm not connected to New Mutants. Yeah, the way this is, maybe I need to see a little bit more of the characters, like using their powers, to like really get behind it. I mean, so I know the one of the girls. I know like some of their powers. So like one of them is literally, I think, just a werewolf. Yeah, which is Arya Stark's character. Uh, 
you know Arya Stark. Mm-hmm. I know how much Game of Thrones like basically her character. Um, one of them, the Russian girl, is Colossus's sister. I'm pretty sure. Yep, Ilyana, and she has all the like weird magic. She's the crazy one. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know, I don't know crazy, but she's pretty out there. Uh, Will's trash on the uh, on the Instagrams says um, he was a, a New Mutants fan from the beginning. Oh. He's liking the versions of the character in the trailer, uh, which is I mean that honestly that's the first good thing I heard from a fan, so that's yeah. great. Nice. Um, Daniel Moonstar uh, has the dream powers. Um, Listen, I, I think what might be throwing off people is the fact that it almost seemed like a horror movie kind of X-Men. I think that's what they're doing, Flick. though. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know if that's the right way to go down. I'm not the, the, the fan here. I mean, Will, I mean, if he's if he read the series from the get-go and he's excited, yeah, that's, that's, honestly, that's honestly the, the first bit of news here. That's a good that endorsement. It really is, in all sincerity. Um, and, and I wouldn't, you know, I know... I just know so many people who kind of want this win for yeah. New Mutants. They never thought it was going to happen. They didn't think it was going to be anything substantial. So the fact that they're coming out with one is is amazing. I, I think, I just don't want it to be a throwaway movie. I don't want this to be like, oh, it came out and everyone forgot about it. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm not expecting like Fantastic Four levels by any stretch. Uh, but I, I, I think they just want this to mean something. In some capacity. I'm semi-confident in it because Disney has it and they were sitting on it. Like I said, it's been a while since any talk has come out about it. Yep. So the fact that they're putting it out, I have hopes. Uh-huh. You know, they wouldn't put out trash. <laughs> I have hopes they wouldn't put out we'll trash. Let me Another that. movie that I am very excited for. Yes. A Quiet Place 2 trailer dropped. Yes. I uh, didn't see the first one, but this one seems interesting. I love this. All right. So let me just say, yeah. I love the first fucking movie. Okay. I mentioned on the floor. I actually went into this movie cold. I can maybe the, when the first movie dropped, I yeah. was in the theater. I maybe, maybe emphasis on maybe could yeah. t- give you a one s- sentence synopsis of what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I can tell you is that there's some kind of monsters and people don't talk or they can't talk or something along those lines. Okay. That's all. I, that's probably all I would have given you at the time too. Um, and it ended on such a great note. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I loved everything about this movie. I was on the edge of my seat. The anticipation just tremendous. So when they mentioned another one, uh, see you later, Will. Uh, when they mentioned um, that it's coming out with a sequel, mm-hmm. a little nervous, but yes. I felt good about this. So what they're doing is they're, it's, I, it looks like it's a split movie. Okay. It's going to be a sequel and a prequel uh-huh. at the same time. Yeah, I saw that. Where they had a little bit of uh, everyone's like panicking, I guess. The yeah, so I I don't want to go into um, really what the movie's about. You have to go watch this. I know you like uh, ruining movies for people. I know you've done that for me on a number of occasions. Twice. I'll, I'll say twice. I want to say it was three times. But it, they're movies that I purchased on top of it. So I feel like when there's, you know. Would they count for two? <laughs> No, I think I think when it's when I say, "Hey, I want to watch this movie," and you spoil it, it's one, that's one thing compared to, "Hey, I just bought this movie." Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Let me tell you how it ends. I think you just bought it at the time. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I regardless, think, I didn't think it was a new. Regardless, uh, anyways, <laughs> but anyways, we're we're totally getting off track here as I'm busting your chops, um, and my phone's going off. Um, I really like the way this movie's coming out. Okay. I'm very excited. All I want to know yeah. is uh, when is it playing in my local theater? I don't want to know. I want to do the same thing as before. Yeah. 
I don't want to know anything about it going in. Uh-huh. I want it to know as little as possible. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully they can just wrap it up uh, on this note as soon as it's done. I feel like it's going to get a third probably. You know what? It, I feel like it, if the movie do... is so good, if the yeah. movie is so good, I want to go back. Yeah. Fantastic. Cause I can't wait. Um, it's funny. Cause I even like a buddy of mine at work. He was asking me about it. He goes, oh, I keep, you know, I keep hearing about it. I keep seeing it everywhere. I, I want to go watch it, but do I need to watch the first one? Mm-hmm. I, and I told him like, bro, don't even worry about the second one. Just watch the first one. You're like, you're not going to care. And, and I'm just hoping I don't get that kind of disappointment. Yeah. Because I was ex- excluding our, our the, the comic book movies that we care about. That yeah. was the movie I was the most excited for last year. Uh-huh. Uh, for whenever um, this movie's dropping, I want to have that same kind of excitement going into it. But I just don't want to be disappointed. I'm not expecting it to be as good as the first one. Uh-huh. I, I But I just want to have that kind of high anticipation, hard feel to it. So can I say something and, yeah. and not be spoiler? Sure. Because it's, it's from the trailer. Okay. So I always have a slight. We've t- I've talked about this with you before. I think in private, I always have a little bit of an issue where it's like it's a horror movie and there are monsters, but mm-hmm. then the real monsters are us. I don't know why, but that always, that always feels like a kind of a bit of a. It's cop-out. it's a trope that that you're that you're not a fan. It's of. way overplayed. I feel like okay. where it's like I feel like a lot of movies now are, are like kind of they kind of do that as a thing where it's like we beat the monster. That's not an issue. But in the, the first, last, that's not an issue in the first movie. I know, but I mean that I'm getting that vibe from the second movie. That like you're not gonna know until you watch it though. No, 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 no. And that's it's not bad. It's just a little pet peeve of mine where it's like mm-hmm. I feel like they over they overuse it. Okay. It is a fine thing and a fine like it makes sense. Fine trope to use. I feel okay. like I hate I feel like they use it way too much sometimes. Alrighty. It gets I feel like it's lazy to some right. degree with Fair it's enough. a constant use. Fair enough. That's my little bit. Okay. Uh, well there you go. Words um, on that. And those uh are the movie trailers. So I think obviously the most I'm excited for is a quiet place too. Uh, now, sir, we do have a bit of product that we're going to hit on uh, that I acquired uh, while we were on break. This is one of the toys that I got for myself. Nice. Uh, I've mentioned before I'm a big fan of the Bombshells line. Yes. Uh, I got it on the ground floor. Nice. Uh, it was Wonder Woman first. Okay. Then I can't remember which one of the two was next. It was either um, Harley Quinn or Poison Ivy. Oh, okay. I think I want to say Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy is probably my favorite statue. Oh, okay. My number one favorite statue. Now, for those who don't know with the bombshells, um, it's designed by artist Aunt Lucia. Lucia, I always forget on how to pronounce his last name. Uh, An amazing artist at Comic-Con, by the way. Yeah. He's there. Have you you met him before or seen uh, his work? I've probably... I think I have seen his work. He does like all the... He he was the first one to to really make it... I don't know if it's fair to say the first one because obviously these were done years ago, many, many years ago. Uh, but he just made a very, very popular uh, bombshells line mm-hmm. um, for these with the DC, the women of the DC universe. Also, some of the men now are getting mixed in um, as well. Um, great guy, great line. And uh, I picked up another statue. Actually, I don't think I ever mentioned it on the show. Uh, the first time I met Ant uh, at the at New York Comic Con, I don't remember which one it was, maybe five years ago. Um I told him, um, I saw his work. I was ready to buy a print, which I did. Yeah. Really excited guy, nice guy. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of the Bombshells line uh, that's coming out for DC. And he goes, oh, that's my line. <laughs> I had no freaking clue whatsoever. And then we just go into another big conversation because I got, like I said, ground floor. Yeah. I'm missing three. Like I lost track a little bit when I bought the house and everything just got sidetracked. But I have a, my, my computer room upstairs just filled with these fucking bombshell statues. <laughs> um, and like I said, one of them, my favorite one here is... The Black Canary one, trying yes. to get the box just for some more detail. Um, 
So the Black Canary, I don't remember exactly when it came out. It was a few years ago. Um, but what they're doing here, I'm going to try my damnedest to show the uh, Patreon folks this bad boy, uh, bad girl. I don't even know what, how to phrase it. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, so, whoa, as I'm dropping shit right now. <laughs> so with the, these have a sepia tone variance um, for the statues. Um Usually, I'm not a fan of variants uh, of any kind. I've deliberately skipped them. However, I did pick up, uh, what was it, the Poison Ivy one? Yeah. And now this. Okay. I may pick up another one or two. I don't know. It depends how I really, how, how, how I feel. Um, but with the Black Canary, they're great for a few reasons. First of all, in this case, um, I just love the tone. It sells that kind of pinup bombshelly yeah. look uh, of the era, so it matches flawlessly. Um, I, on this particular sto- uh, statue, they have the uh, the stockings, which are actual lace material. Ooh. They're not just painted on there, um, which is a nice little addition. Um, and overall, it's just like a really nice, solid statue. Which, by the way, doesn't take up much room. Yeah, no, it's very compact. for the record. Or like on a like you could fit a couple if you have a small room. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I have a small room, I don't want to like clutter it. This isn't clutter sized. No, you not at all. Saying? No, some of the other ones that they're much bigger, they're much they're much more extravagant, um, and the price tags aren't really too too bad on these uh, things. Now you're able to go to um, local your your LCS, your local comic book store, Big Bad Toy Store. Um, there's some deals coming out on these uh, all the time, different variations. There's a few Halloween ones. There's a few more black and white uh, sepia ones, rather. Excuse me, that are coming out. Um, and and like I said, this one's flawless. I posted. I I believe I I tagged the OG. because oh. he's a Black Canary fan. Yes. And uh, I believe his response was a very long, uh, long curse word, <laughs> with a lot of U's in the middle. If that kind of oh. helps you decide what that, guess what that word Fire is. Fire truck. Uh, there you go. Proud of you, sir. Um, so yeah. Now for the bombshell statues, um, I, I think it's. I think it's so kind of worth looking into some of these things. I just know the only one that's crazy expensive, like I said, those first three. Yeah. And especially the Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Especially she's, Harley Quinn. She's, you know, that... Um, she's one of those characters I feel like is weird of all the characters that, like, transcends comic culture and goes yes. into pop culture. Of all the ones, I would have thought it would be, like, someone else. Like, maybe, like, a Black Canary or, like... Yeah, and there's a good one with her and Joker, uh, like a combo statue. That's really good. The one she's got like all he got like all the kisses on him or something like that. Or yeah, it, it's it's uh, a parody of that kiss in Times Square with yeah. this, uh, was a sailor and a nurse, I yeah. believe. Um, that one's really funny. There's a great one with Batman and Catwoman mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. That's another great statue. So if you're a Batman fan, at least minimum, I do recommend taking a look at that one. Yes, uh, that might cost a pretty penny, but it's a good it's a good little statue. They're compact little statues. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I mean, I have a iPad Mini kind of in front of me. Uh, so it's like a iPad mini and what would you say a fifth? Yeah. Maybe give or take right there. Just to kind of give you an idea on scale. So what is that? Like maybe 10 inches or so, give or take. Yeah. Maybe 12 with the, the cause of the base and everything. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. That's Ann Lucia or Lucia, uh, DC collectibles.com. Uh, it's also worth checking out, uh, Ant's website because like I said, he has a lot of great prints. I know OG has two or three. I forgot. I think he has a Spider-Man and a Star Wars or two Star Wars. I forgot exactly. Uh, and I have uh, uh, Spider-Man Mary Jane print uh, somewhere in the house that I need to get framed. So uh, check that out when you can. 
because this is going to be a nice little addition to your collection. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the the wrap up music is starting to play. Oh yeah, I can ever hear it. so ever so slightly at the moment. Uh, I know you're you're paying more attention to the TV right now, sorry, so I appreciate. I, sorry, I, I appreciate I'm focusing the, now. Okay, okay. You know what it is? I, I lean between, this way between to look the TV, at that, and then the between TV. the phone. These kids nowadays. See, this is where I really need Kev here more than anything else. Not to ask him his opinion on Star Wars or D and D, but to to do the back in my day sort of thing. So, so there's that. Yeah. Did Rocky just knock out your headphones? He did. Okay. Also, uh, if Kev said something, I would then respond with something along the lines of. Kev, what was it like when they invented the wheel? And were you there when they invented bread? Kev, I hope you're listening to this because he is he's kicking you while you're down right now. Oh, and I, I want down. Kev, I want you to know I don't appreciate this. <laughs> I don't appreciate this tone that's coming from him right now. So thanks for nothing, sandwich. Don't 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 bring Rocky into this. He's smarter than you. So uh <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Geeks of TNG, episode 571. Um, I think it's very important just to kind of pimp out our Patreon again. Geeks, uh, that's patreon.com slash geeks of TNG. Uh, we have multiple tiers for as little as a buck. You're able to get into our Discord. For three bucks, you get the bonus show. You get the prep sheet um, for five bucks. Um what did you get for five bucks again? <laughs> I'm trying to play five bucks to get the weekend bonus show, which I'm going to get back on. That's what it is. And access to and, the vintage and episodes. the vintage shows. I mixed everything up with the getting early stuff. Uh, and you're also able to watch the show live on the Instagram for ten bucks. For ten bucks, I, I know. I need to just okay. I need to finish signing up. <laughs> I, I sound like you were just lumping that with just the $5. a little bit. Uh, so for the show, social media, you can check us out on the Twitters as. Geek stuff TNG over there, which I'm in charge of, which I've been tweeting so so much as much as I can. Um, I, apparently, we have an Instagram that you're in charge of at Geek stuff TNG. I am looking for more stuff to post. I'm gonna get on it this week. All right, because I'm not just saying it. I'm gonna do it. Son of a bitch. Uh, and we also have Geek stuff TNG over at the Facebook, which Ken is in charge of. Yes. Uh, for my social media, sir, you can uh, find me as Monty's Mayhem. That's M O N T E S M A Y H E M. I'm over at Twitter. I'm over at Instagram, the Snapchat, uh, and the YouTubes, Ooh. which I'm trying to do some YouTube stuff, I've, which I've yeah. missed so, so much. Um, sir, what do you got for yourself? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Xbox One at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. And should we plug Kev? I can't think of his stuff offhand, really. It's either BK Geek Stuff on all the platforms. Um, and yes, and then Big... Uh, Kev GS. Something like that, yeah. On the Xbox, right? Yes. Which he, you're never on. I'm never on. But you should know his name. I should know his name. Because you're a friend, supposedly. Yes. Wow. And with that sandwich. With that, Mr. Monty, uh, we're going to put this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 571, It's Not a Toma, to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying, Good night, OG and Big Kev. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs>